The article I'm going to read from now, the blog, is at universeinsideyou.com slash sound vibration frequency. The blog's name uh, or title is The Secret Power of Sound, Vibrations, and Frequencies by Universe Inside You. And this article or blog was done two years ago. It opens up with uh, a quotation by Nikola Tesla that I read in a previous um, blog that I read to you. If you want to know the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Then underneath that, it gives um, something to click on to for YouTube with the same name. And it has a picture of Nikola Tesla there um, for you to view. Okay. Then underneath it, it says, although modern scientists are just now beginning to understand this quote from Tesla, ancient civilizations around the world had known of the power of sound frequency and vibration for thousands of years. In the essence of all religions and spiritual teachings, we can find how the ancients used the power of words, of these words. This power has been utilized in the forms of prayers for Christians, Muslims, mantras for Hindus and Buddhists, and chants for the shamanic traditions. All of this shows us how words and vibrations have an immense power, which the ancients often utilized and used for many purposes. In this article, we'll examine not only the ancient practices, but also the scientific findings of the power of vibrations. How scientists are currently using how scientists, I'm going to read it again, how scientists are currently using vibrations and frequencies to alter and reprogram the DNA of living beings. And the Tibetans use sound for levitating and transporting heavy stones. Then it branches off into resonant frequency and then underneath it they have some text that I'm going to read you but it also has a picture of a glass and it seems like it's expanding and contracting let me share with you an interesting phenomena you've probably heard or experienced before this phenomena precisely demonstrates how powerful sound and vibrations are When I was a small child, I remember that moving my fingers around the wine glass was strangely making a very high-pitched sound, and I was really surprised by it. But what happened as I kept making that sound was that the glass suddenly broke, and that made me even more curious. What I believed to be magic back then, now I understand through science. This phenomena is called resonant frequency. Every molecule and atom in this universe is vibrating at a particular frequency. Resonant frequency would be considered the specific frequency of that particular object or atom. 
Once you know the resonant frequency of an object or an atom, you can amplify its waves, making it so big that eventually will break or destroy this object. That's what happens when we stimulate the wine glass with the frequency that matches its resonant frequency. Okay, so in this particular blog, we continue to look at the secret power of sound, vibrations, and frequencies. The next subtitle or subcategory in this particular blog is Healing Through Frequency. Using the same principle, in 1938, a scientist called Dr. Royal Raymond Riff cured 16 terminally ill cancer patients. We have an exclusive video for the story and the discoveries of Royal Riff, which you can watch. So they have something, just like I said previously, an actual um, video where you can click on and watch on the particular blogs, you know, or go uh, watch it directly. You, you guys know how it goes on YouTube. And then they have um, other um, related videos regarding this particular individual, um, Dr. Uh, Raymond Royal uh, Riff, or Royal Raymond Riff, and then other things that have to do with um, regeneration and using sound, resonant frequencies and sounds. Okay, which I plan on doing, and then I will, you know, um, give my thoughts on it. And I, I, I would uh, like you guys also to to look at it and check it out. Okay, so anyway, in this particular blog, it says, long, short, long story short, Dr. Royal Riff designed a healing device using only electromagnetic frequencies to target and destroy any disease. Now, when I went a little while ago um, to YouTube, when I clicked on the particular video I'm talking about, I did in in passing see that someone else had a video and it says the frequency of a tumor, the frequency, the vibration of a tumor. So even a tumor, there's trying to say, has a vibration. Everything has a vibration or frequency, illness, and we've already touched on that. Okay, keep that in your mind as I read. This discovery should have completely changed the medical industry, but for unknown, in quotation marks, reasons, this information has been suppressed by the mainstream media and by Big Pharma. Although a massive campaign of suppression was conducted, many other scientists confirmed Riff's discovery by testing his frequency healing device. The results were the elimination of 60% of cancer cells from patients only through the power of resonant frequencies. Although the FDA makes sure that everything from this healing technology was destroyed, recently a professor of music by the name of Anthony Holland H-O-L-L-A-N, who is also a composer, decided to assemble a lab 
to examine the effects of audio frequencies on microbiology. Dr. Holland created a nonprofit organization for this purpose and gave his experiments with harmless microorganisms like a paraceum, P-A-R-M-E-C-I-U-M. What he discovered was that just like the wine glass, a particular combination of two related frequencies would completely shatter the targeted cells. After this experiment, he ruled, he went out to find out the frequencies that could break cancer cells. After a year of research, just like Royal Riff, he found out that the frequencies to combat pancreatic cancer and leukemia cells. In various experiments, he successfully destroyed 60% of the cells just like Royal Rift did. Okay, so we're back. So underneath that, about the um, Anthony Holland, Dr. Anthony Holland, um, it also shows an actual video that you can click on YouTube so forth. And it says um, it's on TEDx. Um, uh, YouTube channel. It says the title or the header for it is Shattering Cancer with Resonant uh, Frequencies and then it says Anthony Holland dot dot dot. Okay. Then it goes on to say underneath this particular link or, or video itself, this is nothing new. Cases of using sound to achieve healing and supernatural results can be found in almost all ancient civilizations. Even today, shamans use different instruments and, okay, rituals for various healing purposes. In a shamanic uh, healer's toolkit, the mostly used and essential healing agent is a sacred song. And it says the heal. let me, let me go back. Essential healing agent is the Icarus, the Icarus, a sacred song sung by the doctor to the patient to stimulate the natural well-being and health of the patient. They said the songs also used in spiritual practice with a word that I cannot pronounce, but I did hear someone say it in um, uh, Amy Schumer <laughs> uh, a movie that I watched, and I can't think of the name of it, but it's one of my favorites, uh, Snatched, yeah. And I'm not going to say it because I'm going to embarrass myself because I don't know how to say it. In addition to the use of the Icarus, shamans also employ other tuning or musical instruments. Okay. Now that you understand the concept of resonance uh, frequency, um, this will enlighten your understanding of the power of mantras, specific instruments, and sound-based rituals performed by ancient cultures. They are not some voodoo tricks. They are pure science used by the ancients. Okay, so the next subtitle is Levitation. Wow, okay. I don't know about this one. By sound. I'm a bit skeptical. Now, this is, I'm, I'm pretty open-minded to an extent, but the levitation, but 
let's delve into it. Beside the applications of this knowledge for healing, there is also evidence of how the ancients used sound, vibrations, and frequencies to carve, that's the word, the term, and levitate. Wow, okay. Oh, okay. Heavy stones and objects and use them to build megalithic structures. Okay, I knew they were going to go to this. It's believed that the the Egyptians, okay, had a device that could be tuned to a specific frequency, and with it, they were able to cut masks because they've been trying to figure this out. Uh huh. Okay, uh, frequencies, and with it, they were able to cut massive stones, just as if they were cutting butter. If you don't believe such technology could exist, just look at a formation located in in Saudi Arabia. Hmm, okay. So once they do that, they show an image. They show an image, and I'm looking at it now. And they say, or the Puma Panku, I'm, I'm massacring these words, guys, complex with dozens of stones all cut like laser like precision and they show two two in particular then underneath these images it says in 1939 a swedish doctor called dr jarl j-a-r-l was brought to a tibetan monastery to treat a high lama He stayed a long time at the monastery and became a close friend of the Tibetans. One day, the Tibetan monks took him to a cliff where they were constructing a rock wall. As soon as they found a big stone that needed to be moved, 19 musical instruments were placed in an arc exactly 63 meters from the stone. There were 13 drums of different sizes and six trumpets, each of which were three meters in length. The monks started to play the instrument and they all chanted a specific mantra. After four minutes, miraculously, the stone began to sway and suddenly it took off in the direction of the cliff. And after three minutes of ascent, it landed on the top of the cliff. Dr. Jarl claimed that the monks were able to move five to six stones per hour using this method. He made two videos clearly recording this incident, but they were both confiscated by his employers as soon as he came back. In 2015, a device built by the team from Spain successfully levitated, I am tripping off of this, and manipulated small objects with just sounds. Welcome back. So, in closing to this particular blog, the secret power of sound vibrations and frequencies, it goes into the last um, subcategory, which is sound, frequency, and vibrations 
can reprogram our DNA. One of one other recent discovery made by scientists was how sound, frequencies and vibrations had the power to reprogram or re uh, program or reprogram our DNA. In 2011, the Russian biophysicist Peter oh, oh I'm finna <laughs> massacre his name. Uh, I'm going to spell it Peter uh G A J A J E V conducted several experiments modifying DNA using only sound and light frequencies. The experiment was outstanding. He and his team successfully transformed frog embryos to salamander embryos. Okay. Simply by transmitting the DNA information patterns through frequency alone. In today's science, there is a term called junk DNA. which basically is telling us that 97% of our DNA is useless and has absolutely no purpose. Hmm, I don't buy that. Okay, but I'm not a scientist. But could nature be so inefficient? Now, if you believe just in nature and this gets into your belief system or systems, um well, you be the judge. I'm just reading the blog and I'm giving my opinion. I don't think so. This is in the blog. This so-called junk DNA could be the key to unlocking our full potential and activate not just self-healing, but many other abilities that are considered supernatural. Now, if you believe in the creator, then okay, the creator, the source, whatever you want to call it, uh call it God, Jehovah God, okay. Um but other people, you know, that are listening believe in other things and I, you know, no disrespect, you know. But yeah, I supernatural, a supernatural being, okay? All right, supernatural forces. Okay. So then it goes on to give uh, uh to talk about a very famous Japanese scientist, um Dr. Emoto Okay, I'm going to say his last name. I've actually seen quite a bit about this man, his uh his name, what he looks like, and 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 then a very surface um understanding about water. Okay? Did a lot of studies. I'm sure he's done other studies about other things. Um and I've always intended on looking up more about him. And now that I'm reading this reminds me and I'm going to add it to my list of things that I will um look up and make it as like um information to share here with you guys. And if you already know it then, you know, you already know it. Okay, so anyway, the famous Japanese scientist and water researcher discovered the true nature of water and that our thoughts and vibrations can affect the molecular structure of water. Now, that's what I know him to be. Just that that information of water playing certain type of music, emotion, just different things and how I guess with like a high powered uh microscope or imaging and seeing the water take 
respond to this music, emotions, and all kinds of stuff. It's very, very cool in a way. Yeah. During his years of water research, he photographed thousands of water crystals and exposed to different thoughts, there it is, and emotions. He discovered that the most beautiful formations are those formed after the water is exposed to the words, two words, love and gratitude. While water exposed to negative emotions and words like hate form incomplete asymmetrical patterns with dull colors. The fact that the human body is composed, now there's something you guys should remember and I should remember as well. The human body is composed of around 70% of water. Means that our thoughts have a substantial impact on our health and well-being. And then in closing, that's the end of this blog, they show pictures or images um, of the water and what they formed. Okay, so they have compassion, thank you, wisdom, um, and then underneath, that's the first row. Then the second imaging of the water and what it formed is heavy metal music. Ooh. It's not, it's not as pretty. Now, when I look at, before I go into that, they show compassion, thank you, wisdom, and they actually show an, a fourth image, and there's nothing, oh, okay, yes, it is. It says, water before and after a Buddhist prayer, and they remind me of snowflakes, very intricate, very beautiful snowflakes. You know, when you see the imagery of snowflakes, and I've always liked that image. And usually for the particular, um, for the holidays, whenever I would um, decorate the room that I work in, that would be the one that I would pick, snowflakes. It's one of my favorites. It's very beautiful. Now, so anyway, second row, I guess, is the negative, okay, and the, and the um, frequency and the effect of that. Heavy metal music, I will kill you, uh-oh, you fool, and something else underneath it. It is not actually any images. It looks like muck. It looks dull. It looks, it makes your skin crawl, actually. The imaging of playing heavy metal music, someone saying, I will kill you, you fool, and then whatever else, I guess it says water before, the Buddhist prayer okay it just looks like muck 